Hi everyone. Uh, we are sort of in an interview circle right now where I'd be asking questions and anyone can jump in to answer. And so to start, we're gonna look at how YHI and sort of YMA um, is doing with inclusive, inclusivity around the queer slash LGBTQ community. Um, from the form that I sent out with the interview that I did, over 58% of people think that we need a little bit more effort in um, inclusivity and in, like diversity. Yes, we support. And so um, I just was wondering like what you guys think about that. Um, and like, what are some labels and identities that YHI actually covers? Um, well, they cover like gay and lesbian. And I feel like that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they talk yeah. about how like you should accept gay people because that's right and like it's not nice to be homophobic. But they don't talk about other identities in the LGBTQ plus like people. And um they yeah, they kind of just like they talk about LG and nothing else. Yeah, LG. literally. Yeah. <laughs> they also talk about non binary people kind of. Um, well we've had we have a few teachers who use um like different pronouns so like they're they're good at like respecting people's pronouns but they don't teach people about them a lot yeah yeah like they're like this person's pronouns are she they make sure you use both pronouns but they don't tell you anything about like that identity related to those pronouns yeah mm -hmm. i feel like they make a lot of like promises and like oh this is we're so inclusive and we have all these things and this is what we do then they never actually follow through on any of those yeah, things. Definitely. And they don't like, I don't know. I don't feel like they ask people who it like directly affects very much. Mm -hmm. um, and then is your identity specifically talked about at our school? Straight people doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think that they really talk about gay people in school very much. But, like, as far as curriculum go goes, I feel like they could talk about it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. We haven't learned anything about gay rights in history. Or... And we also just oh, yeah. don't learn a lot of gay history. Yeah. Because we true. don't learn about, I mean, like, teachers on their own have done a decent job of, of being, like, here's some, like, LGBTQ plus mathematicians or scientists yeah. or, like, Here's some big discoveries by gay people, but like that's not part of the curriculum. That's the yeah. teachers themselves yeah. choosing to do that. Yeah, Miss Grogan last year gave us like yeah. some resources for like gay people during Nazism and like. Yeah, but that's yeah. not like. That wasn't part of the curriculum. That's not a thing that they teach, and it's also yeah. it's specific people. It's not like the community through history. It's they're saying like, this is what this one per one gay person was doing in the 1940s, as opposed to like. Here's how gay people were affected by this, this, and this in the 1940s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Henson does a good job with that, though. Like, the, yeah. the community aspect. Well, that's because Henson's there. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. But, you know, at least Henson does that. That's true. Um, and then, how well do you think YHI does with respecting pronouns? Like, I think it's pretty well. I, yeah. Okay. They usually put their pronouns, like, at the end of the emails, and they encourage you to, I don't know, introduce yourself with your pronouns and stuff. They don't. I, I, I don't know. One of I think some people that I know still haven't been like updated in like the power school and subs oh, will yeah. still like misgender them and misname them like on attendance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they don't ever really call up people out if they're misgendering someone or I don't know. 
Yeah, I think a lot of teachers ask like for pronouns at the beginning of the year, but then don't really follow through. Like they don't use the same yeah. those pronouns throughout the year, and so they just like don't use the right pronouns for some people and like misgender yeah. them. And then I feel like um, I'm also sort of guilty of this, but nobody speaks up about it. Yeah, and it's like yeah. kind of scary to be like, hey, this person's pronoun is this, but it's also like should be done. Yeah, um, it's also sometimes kids don't say what their pronouns are because they're like, I don't know if it's like they don't know if they'll be accepted or they just don't care. But like, I remember um, a student, I was in a club and we were doing a survey about like leadership for that club and people had their pronouns in the survey and they had they, them pronouns. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, using they, them pronouns now. But then every single other person who came into contact with that student used she, her pronouns and the student didn't say anything about it. So I was like, okay, is it she, they, is it they, she, is it they, them? And they're just like done with, they're like not gonna correct people. Cause I feel like students also aren't super clear and don't stand up for themselves, which maybe is a reflection of like, maybe they don't feel like they're gonna be supported by staff. If yeah. they do say like, uh, actually my pronouns are this and this. Yeah. yeah. I think like, I don't know, <laughs> bring specific people into this, but some people are like very specific and like, um, are like, no, my name is this, you know, and like actually correct subs and yeah. stuff if um, they use their dead name and stuff, which is good for them, but a lot of people can't do that. So. Yeah, that might just be like an introvert extrovert thing, but then it relies mm -hmm. on the other people to stand up for them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then next I want you to ask you all, uh, what is your like label or identity? I can go first with this. Um, and then what is like the definition? What does that mean? Basically, I would like you to share and like educate us uh, about your identity. So for me, my gender identity, I'm unlabeled, um, which means that I don't assign myself to any label of the spectrum. Or I say like I'm queer, um, like I'm not gay, I'm not lesbian, <laughs> not any of the above. I'm like queer, but I'm not straight. And same with my sexuality, I say I'm unlabeled not like female, male, anything, it's like, I'm queer, so that's fine. Anyone want to go next? I could go next. Okay. Um, so uh, I describe my uh, sexuality as heteroflexible, which basically means I'm straight until I'm not, um, which is mostly because I don't like the term bi-curious because I don't know about this somewhere I don't know where, but to me, it makes it feel like I'm um, minimalizing bisexuality by saying I'm bi-curious because it feels like I'm saying like, oh, well, I'm just like seeing if that is like an acceptable thing yeah. as opposed to yeah. saying like, I am that. So I say heteroflexible instead of bi-curious, even though I think they're technically like, I think they're synonyms, like the labels are synonyms. Yeah but I don't like bi-curious. Um, and then with my gender identity, I've always been very comfortable with she, her pronouns and identifying as a girl. Mainly I think because my mom is a major feminist and always was really supportive of me being proud of being a girl. Um, I would say I'm, I'm cis and I use he, him pronouns and I've always been pretty comfortable with that. I mean, I've thought about it a couple times, but it really, I don't know, it never really occurred to me. I don't know. I, I, I've always been good with he, him pronouns. Um, I'm gay, and that 
I don't know. How do, I don't know. I just, I just like guys. Every so often, I'm like, maybe am I bi? And then I'm like, no. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, I used to go by he, him, but I've currently discovered that I would prefer to go by she, her. And so, I am pansexual, which means I encompass all and like the people that I like would like. So that means like I encompass all like a person that's male, female, non-binary, et cetera, like all of them. So that's mine. And do you have a preference? Do you have a preference? Uh, yeah, my preference would be she, her, now that I'm- For like, sexuality. Um, like, do you like girls more than males? Cause um, there's like a difference between pansexuality I, and omnisexuality. So. Um, I wouldn't say I have like a super strong preference between which one, just like, since like in my like, time of just being like i guess alive i would say i've like found attraction to like multiple like groups of people i would say i guess so i don't think i have like a specific liking to one over the other cool um and then now um i want to share your opinion on this quote so somebody said i just kind of hate gender i hate the labels and categories and it doesn't it does more harm than good what do you guys think i think that that's I don't know, that's sort of saying like, oh, I hate that people are from different countries. They shouldn't be patriotic towards those countries. That's sort of just, you know, who you are and representing who you are is, I don't know, it's different than like nationality because it's sort of like you're right as a human to have the pronouns that you feel that you should have and have other people call you by that because that's validating and that makes you feel just human and that's how you are so i don't know i feel like it can I, I i can see where this person is coming from because they feel like it causes hate and mistrust between people when people are misgendering people and dead naming people and it's sort of i don't know it breeds that but it's it's a person's right to be respected and have their pronouns be what they want them to be yeah I read a quote to respond to your quote with another quote. Um, I read a quote that was reject gender roles, respect gender identity. And that's kind of like what Zane was saying. If someone does not want to have a gender and does not want you to relate anything with gender towards them, respect that. But if someone is very confident in their gender and it's something that makes them feel like safe and seen, then you should also respect that. Um, you shouldn't push people into gender roles based on what they look like or what they were in the past, but you should like, people change, genders change, you respect that no matter what. And I think also kind of what Zane was saying, by saying that no one should have a gender because it causes problems, kind of um, erases all of the joy that can be found through um, enjoying your gender or um, making your gender something that you enjoy so like changing it or like changing your pronouns can make people really happy if they've been like suppressing themselves or like been uh feeling super uncomfortable with those pronouns for so long it makes them happy so i feel like erasing all gender would like cause problems for people who do want gender as opposed to like people who don't yeah um as a unlabeled person, I obviously do not label myself with anything or assign myself to any gender or sexuality. So um, I often think that like, I wish um, 
labels and uh, grouping people into things like stereotypes and stuff just didn't exist from the start. Um, but because they do exist, I think it's important to like, recognize them and talk about them and be like, yes, these genders exist. Like, definitely support somebody. Um, and yeah, I agree with what you said. Like, the, the joy you can feel with finding your identity is very cool. Um, but like me personally, I don't like being put into a box. So, yeah. Thank you. So, I also like agreeing with everyone. Sorry, agreeing with everyone said it's like important to be aware of like what someone chooses to go by and like validating that and not just like disregarding it because that's how they feel internally and people that like don't choose to like be placed somewhere it's also important to recognize that that's who they are and you shouldn't just say like oh well i want to just call you by this instead because that's not what they want and you need to respect other people because that's just important important life like to in life to like respect other people regardless of who they are what they identify as and stuff like that um, this is kind of like a sort of random thing, but how many are, do you guys think like being bisexual, there's different ways that people identify as it, but do you think that like it's just being attracted to male and female or two genders, or do you think that it's attracted to two or more genders? I've heard it defined as all of those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, both of them work. It's the bisexuality. I was I was like sort of surprised when I heard that it was like more than two genders because um, I thought that was mainly pansexual and omnisexual, but like bi uh, bisexual. Did I say bi gender? No. no <laughs> okay, <laughs> bisexual it can be. Um, it depends on the person. So somebody could be um, attracted to like male and female, male and uh, non-binary people, and or like two or more genders. So, yeah. yeah. I was just curious about that. Like, how many people actually? know like the correct definition it's not necessarily like the correct definition but you know so it depends on the person um and then last question can religion be an excuse for homophobia or transphobia in other words is it okay to be homophobic or transphobic because you are religiously devoted no no i would say no i think that it's something to like understand where a person is coming from if that's something that they feel like is ingrained in their culture and their society, but I don't think that it's ever excusable for, for homophobia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, as someone who's kind of rediscovering, so I am Jewish by heritage, but I did not really practice Judaism and up until recently, like I've started reading Torah and doing Shabbos and like more holidays than like just Hanukkah and Passover. So I'm currently reading Torah and that is it's very interesting. It's extremely archaic text, but like it is important to being Jewish. And I'm reading the passages that people quote when they say like um, homophobic things like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. And the passage that people say is that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because they were having gay sex. Just, I didn't read it that, as that at all. So I think it says a lot about people who are homophobic or transphobic based on their religion as to their interpretation of it. Yeah. And some religions yeah. could probably be literally homophobic or transphobic, but reading like the Torah, and in that case, it's also the Old Testament of the Bible, a lot of that is just interpretation. And I think people also always use it as, as like an excuse to be homophobic yeah. too. Like the Bible also says 
that you should sell your daughter into slavery. And yeah. if you wear two fabrics, clothing with two different fabrics, you should be stoned to death. Yeah. Just because yeah. something says something doesn't mean that we do should it. freeze <laughs> right. it. Exactly. People yeah. pick and choose religious texts to justify their own beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in like, if you really want to follow every single bit of the Bible or the Quran or the Torah, then you should follow every single bit of it. If yeah. you're wearing yeah. cotton and spandex, then I have every right to kill you <laughs> if you're going to say that I should be stoned because I'm trans or something. Yeah. 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 I think, like you said, it's it's very, like, you can understand where somebody is coming from. Same with, like, um, old people. They have very, like, traditional ways of thinking. And it's, like, understandable because of how society saw certain, like, queer people and stuff. Um, and so you know, as old people with um, traditional thoughts, when you look at the world now and like queer and like pride, it's like super celebrated and it's like, yes, you're queer. Um, It's kind of weird to them because it's not their norm. Um, So I think it's important to understand why people can have those beliefs, but I agree, it's like not an excuse. You should grow past this. Exactly, but I think like a problem is that people aren't open-minded enough to do that sometimes because some people are just like super religiously devoted they're like they no these are the only beliefs yeah they're scared yeah. to believe something that goes against everything they've ever been told or believed exactly. and that's especially yeah. true with extremely religious people could because if they like if they consider if they start to consider homosexuality as like an acceptable thing then they're like then it can lead to them questioning literally everything in their religion because if they're wrong about this, then are they wrong about everything else? Yeah. So you also have to be like secure in your beliefs to try to grow past them. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's all. So thank you. Wow, I've never been um, on a podcast before. I mean, oh my gosh, it's my first, first time. First How exciting. Um, thank you guys.